Welcome to episode 10 of Forging the Journey, where we discuss the joys, struggles of entrepreneurship and business. I'm Greg Davis. And I'm Jared Dobb. And we are back. Nice to see you again, Glad man. Back. Yeah, good to see you. We're actually, we're trying something a little bit different this week. Uh, we're FaceTiming each other so we can actually, you know, it's easier to have a conversation when you can actually see each other instead of just voice. But uh, we actually decided to do a restart because the video froze up. So we're going to try this again. See if we can make it in one shot. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. FaceTime is always <laughs> weird. I don't I don't know why. It seems like it always wants to freak out. Yeah. Well, maybe we need to try uh, try Skype or something else, maybe or something more reliable. Yeah, But uh, for sure. So how's your week going, man? Good. Yeah, we're, we talked about it a bunch of times, so I'm kind of maybe I'm beating a dead horse here with, with the slow time of January, but... This is the time that we get into looking at all of our cost structures and things like our inventory, stocking up things that we, we know we're going to move over the next three months. And then on top of that, just looking at different ways that we can increase efficiency. So for people that follow us for our products, I mean, you'll end up seeing some, some changes to existing products and then ultimately releasing some new products throughout the year. And then... All of that is coupled with our larger conversation, which is structuring the business and then the strategy behind it. And social media is a big end of that that we are currently discussing and looking at refining for this year. But yeah, so it's it's slow cool. a little bit, but it's also hectic. And this is a time of year that I, I do enjoy because of that. I get a little bit more time to invest in those different things. But uh, what about you? Um, I'll tell you what, I, uh, I was expecting and prepared for a slow January and I've had, uh, quite the opposite. Uh, the, the new product that I've been talking about, uh, lately that, uh, that came out January 1st and, uh, I thought I was being optimistic when I figured the quantity that, that, that I had made, I had made up would last like a week. I figured I'd see it start tapering off and be like, Oh, I should, I should go ahead and make some more. And, um, but it sold out in less than a day. Yeah, just gone. Um, yeah, that's cool. Which is, <laughs> which, it, 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 yeah, it was it was amazing. I was I was shocked. I was blown away. I I couldn't believe that, you know, that 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 happened. And obviously, I underestimated the revolver carrying uh, group of people. And um, and I think I think I well I, I think I under I underestimated a, a few things. I also underestimated, um. I don't know, kind of power of social media because honestly I didn't advertise it. it this was just a release on on Instagram and Facebook yep. and an email blast um, so you know it, it's you know this is this is my first because I, I kind of don't count the name this is my first real product launch you know like as a business so um, I've not experienced having a customer base to, to work with you know yeah um, and and, you know, so that was, you know, so that's pretty cool. So, um, I sp- spent a bunch of time. I, you know, I got back on the Haas and and doubled the quantity that I made before. And uh, so I'm, I'm waiting for those parts to get back. I'm hoping by the end of this week, beginning of next week, so I can have it up, have it up before we leave for Shot Show. Um, but I'm kind of expecting then to to sell those out in a day or two. Cause I put a, uh, 
um, a out of stock uh, uh, you know, place to put your email in so you get a yeah. notification when it comes back in stock. Right. Well, right now the people sign up on that are more than what I had made. <laughs> this next batch. <laughs> That's so cool. That's yeah. awesome. Um, now I don't expect a hundred percent of those people to to purchase, but uh, but yeah. Um, so it's been, so that's it's been, it's been a, a huge blessing and it's amazing. And it's exciting. You know, I, I can't wait to see where this product goes. I, I've obviously underestimated that. Um, now there's definitely a difference between your initial launch. You're getting, you know, yeah, you're gonna sell a bunch. You know, you know, right off the bat with your, you know, with your current customer base. But once you kind of tap that out, um, you know, especially with something more geared toward revolvers, I'm kind of interested to see how that's going to look long-term as far as advertising. You know, I, I, I would imagine that the majority of those customers are older and the older people aren't on Instagram and Facebook and stuff. So, um, the long-term may look a little bit different as far as trying to advertise that and stuff. So that's something I'm already thinking about. Um, but, but yeah, that's exciting. The downside is Dusty has pneumonia, and nice. Um, that's and always so good. So he's uh, well. He was sick for like it was, it was a solid week. This was like I don't know a week and a half ago, um, and he seemed to have cleared up, but apparently he didn't kick it, so it turned into into this, and so he's out and. Just you know, he's fully justified in being out. I don't want him here. You know, frankly, if right? He's, yeah, you know, he's got pneumonia. <laughs> but at the same time, I, I like I'm in the middle of trying to get this new product. You know, I'm trying to get the Rask back, uh, back up. I'm I'm trying to get Neomag plates. Uh, you know, uh, back up on the CNC machine. I'm trying to build. I just got a couple big customer orders uh, or big dealer orders. I'm trying to get built. I'm just I'm slammed right now. Um, yeah, so that's that's kind of one of the I, I might have mentioned this before. Uh, it's kind of one of the downsides to having a super small company where there's two of you. Yeah, you have one of you call off, and you just lost fifty percent of your workforce. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, that's, uh, that is true. That is totally true, and it. I yeah. mean, that's something you go through at the beginning, though. But that's awesome, man. I'm glad to hear the Rask is going good, and I kind of figured it would when I, you know, I, I hadn't seen any pictures of it before your release, but just looking at it, how it's constructed, seeing your video that you released on it, in my mind, it made sense. And I was like, yeah, that thing's going to definitely move. So I, yeah, I think the revolver crowd is bigger than what we think because I almost feel like they're often forgotten by the EDC realm. There's just right. not there's not as many accessories when you get into the little J frames or things like that. Oh, for sure. It, it's I mean it, it's that's one of the reasons why I figured it would do well is because it is kind of a stagnant that uh, you know group and there's not been a whole lot of you know there's little tweaks made to revolvers there's some new revolvers here and there that that come out but but as far as accessories and stuff like that you know not a whole lot's been done done for that so. You know, for, you know, for something to come out. I mean, I spent at least a few hours of my day yesterday on the phone um, with with you know, with people, which I, honestly I, I didn't even know existed. Um, there are revolver specific instructors and classes and stuff like that, and those guys found out about this super quick. Um, 
and they're hitting me up and they're wanting to you know know more about it and um and kind of help promote it and stuff so uh you know so i spent some time uh, talking to those people so there's just there's there's this whole other group of firearms fanatics and concealed carry people that i'm tapping into that um that frankly i definitely underestimated so yeah uh, yeah i'm really excited i can, I can believe like you that. said it's it, it, it it's not something like we kind of i'm going to kind of pull you into this because i'm assuming that you're like this too um we kind of live in the social media bubble um and that's mainly what we see as far as our gun group and mostly what you see are people with like pimped out glocks and stuff yeah you know you know you know know, blazing through courses of fire you don't really see people with revolver you know out there blazing through courses of fire um yeah it's definitely a group of people that we don't don't normally see but that are definitely there yeah and and even i would say i don't mess around with my revolvers much but i do break them out from time to time and i think that part of why i don't do anything with say my little 38 is for one it's it's an older technology and to me capacity is kind of king i like to be able to swap out a mag quick and carry a spare magazine with me but now with with having the ability to have the extra ammo in a nice way that is cool too and you know if just having i mean i don't know when i saw you releasing that just having that ability to be able to have in my pocket maybe even one or two of them on the range just so i can quickly reload my revolver and keep shooting is a big deal because i always used those little speed loaders that had the little turn knob and everything yep yeah and they're just bulky just yeah not nice and they i ended up breaking both of the ones that i had they just the spring or whatever little detent was in there fell apart so (laughs) yeah yeah you know all about that though oh yeah but uh yeah so it's you know this week's kind of it's it's amazing things happening uh and dusty getting sick you know that sucks for him and i hope he gets better better soon because i need him back as soon as possible if i'm gonna be if i'm gonna be selfish about it yeah yeah i could see how that how that could put you behind pretty quick and it's the same thing with us i mean it's the running joke that we've talked about before that the companies always seem like they're so much bigger and you know we're just a small team too so any anytime one of us disappears whether it's vacation or being sick it, it definitely does affect the rest of the whole process yeah all right so i had a customer um reach out and ask a question and basically you know he asked you know what uh what books what podcasts you know what media things do we listen to or read um that relates to business and stuff uh you know so i I thought maybe today we could kind of talk about that so um I, i i recently myself just got into um into audiobooks when i say recently i mean within like the last year um i wanted to read more business books but like I, I said this before too, I just don't have time and I don't like reading enough to sit down and read a a business book. That just doesn't sound like something I want to do. So I got into, um, I got an Audible account and that's been, that's been awesome. I mean, actually I went back to my Audible account and was looking through all the books that I've listened to in the last year and, uh, 
and I was actually surprised how many that I listened to. It's way more than what I would have read. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that's been a big help to me. Yeah, I, I never got into – I shouldn't say never. I've done the audiobook thing. I haven't done it very often, and I'm not really sure why. I can't really put my finger on why, but I do read as much as possible, and I go through spells where I read more, and then obviously I'll go – Sometimes I'll go a couple months where I drop the ball and I just got a lot going on, because it is a time investment when you're, you know, t- trying to carve out time in the evening, which is pretty much my only time that I could read. But at the same time, my wife and I like to spend time together in the evening. So if I'm sitting there reading, we're not talking right. or we're not doing anything. So it is. It goes through spells, but I think for me it's been important. I don't know about you, but at least even if all you can do is get the audiobook and listen to that, which I, I really should do that more. Mostly I listen to podcasts when I'm driving, but I yep. could also listen to audiobooks. But there's definitely you know, info I've, that I've learned. Sure. From, from reading. I, mean, I pretty much, I pretty much have headphones on or I got myself some, uh, some of these, uh, AirPods. These things see are that. amazing. I love these things. Um, cause I pretty much have them in all day long. Now I wake up, and I, I put them in, and and even if I'm not listening to something, they still end up st- staying in my ears because I, for, I forget that they're there. Yeah. Um, and it's nice because if my phone's across the room, I can answer calls and that sort of thing. But but I spend a lot of time either, you know, I'm either bending clips or or I'm in front of the CNC machine or I'm assembling Neo Mags. Like I'm I'm doing things where I can be listening out of things at the same time. So I'll kind of rotate in and out from music and podcasts and then music and a book and that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, that's been good. So, um, yeah. So what's been some good books for you that you've, that you found valuable? Yeah. So, um, I bounce between a bunch of different topics and a bunch of different, um, different authors, you know, across the board. And, some of the things that I'm really passionate about are obviously business. So there's a lot of books that are centered around business. And then there's a lot that are around history, which I don't get me wrong. I don't like jumping into just like an old encyclopedia and browsing through short little articles. That's not what I like, but very focused um, books, especially around the founding of our country. That to me is incredible. The whole the whole history of that. So one of the books that I'm currently reading, it's actually, I mean, it's the only one that I really have open that I haven't finished yet. Um, it's called if you can keep it. And that's from Eric Metaxas. I think is how you say his name. Um, I don't know. It's a cool story, not a story, but a cool book about the Republic, you know, what our country is and then what it takes to maintain that. What, what the populace actually has to hold on to to, to maintain freedom in what, what we call our, our republic. So that's what I'm working on right now. And it's been a good read. It hasn't been too heavy. Because sometimes, I mean, you know this, depending on the book you're reading, sometimes there's so much information, it's really hard to digest it. And then with my brain being scattered a lot, um, not a lot, I don't know. Sometimes I'm scattered, sometimes I'm focused. But either way. Sometimes it's really hard to digest that and, and dig into it, but that's a book to me that, even though I'm only about two thirds of the way through, I think it's worth everybody reading, for sure. And then, what I just wanted to 
jump into, I have a list here, and I'm not going to dive into these deep because it would take too long. Yeah. But um, some of the books that I really recommend, and, and anyone listening, just do a little research and dig into these. I think it's worth your time. Is the one's called the One Thing, and I talked about this in a previous podcast, and that one's really awesome to help teach you some different tips and uh, and different ways that you can focus on the most important things. And then Ex- Extreme Ownership's another one. That book is is a fantastic book. And then another one I use for marketing is Building a Story Brand. That's a, a cool book if you like marketing and you're trying to build out a personal or, or a company brand. Um, and then I think one of the the more important books that I've read, and this was probably toward the end of 2018, I think, that I read it, is called The Great Game of Business. And I also touched on this in a previous podcast, but this book really dives into a different way to communicate the business to employees inside of a company. And it's a very unique book. And so whether you're a an employee or an entrepreneur, maybe you've got a couple employees or whatever, I would recommend that book as well. Um, and that one is written by Jack Stack. But what about you, Greg? What's cool. your uh, what's your book list? Yeah, so I, uh, I also listened to um, Extreme Ownership. That was awesome. And I... They just wrote a follow-up book that just came out recently, and I want to get that too. Yeah, wasn't that called um, the di- Dichotomy or something, something like that? I, something like that, yeah. I forget. Um, yeah, I, I heard an interview, which is one of the podcasts I listened to that you turned me on to, is Order of Man, and they had an interview with, uh, I think Leaf was on that, or Leif, um, and they were talking about the new book, and it sounds like it just kind of dives in a little bit deeper. Uh, um. Oh, I just did look it up. It's called the Dichotomy of Leadership. Okay, that's the new. So basically, one. Uh, for anybody listening who, who's not read that one, um, yeah, since we both read it, and we, we both like it a lot. And frankly, I think I think it's a book that that everybody, whether in business or not, it's just good life knowledge. Um, if you're a grown up, if you're if you're in middle school, high school, whatever. Um, it's basically just being willing to take ownership and take fault, take, um, it, you know, for things that, that, that maybe you didn't even necessarily directly have, you know, do, but if you're part of that team, if you're leading that team and your team fails, you take ownership for it. Um, because you could have done something different or better, um, you know, to prevent that or something. And, and the trickle down from what that means to your team when, when you take fault, um, you know, for that, that's going to, um, it's going to teach them to be willing to stand up for themselves and stuff too. And so it was just in our culture, which I don't think this is new by any means, but just our culture is so past the blame, um, based it's 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 never anybody's fault it's always someone else's fault and um you know so that was just you know that was a really good uh yeah that was a really good read uh the other one that you said that is on my list i just downloaded um is building a story brand uh by donald miller that's one that i really am looking forward to listening to and i got a feeling that it's going to be um, pretty close to another book that I listened to. This is actually the first one that 
they listen to is a uh, it's called Start with Why by Simon Sinek. Um, I really like that book because um, it already kind of solidified what I've already been doing. Um, but what it did is it kind of helped me narrow down a little bit more and, and maybe try to be a little bit more purposeful about what I'm doing. Um, you know, you know, basically that book, uh, Simon talks about, um, don't just sell your widget. Don't, if you try to just sell your thing, then, then it, it, it's, it's not going to do as good as, as if you give people the why they need it. You know, if, if you just like, he uses, um, Apple as an example and says, if, if Apple would have come out and just said, here is this device. It's got 200 gigabytes of space. It's got, you know, it runs this, this fast. It does these things. Um, that's going to go over people's heads and they're going to kind of tune it out. But what Apple's done is they've sold the lifestyle. They've sold, um, it's told the why you need this, not necessarily what it is, and that's something that that uh, that I've really tried to do you know, since the beginning for uh, you know for my brand and for my products is is yeah sure you need to tell people what it is, but um, but people aren't going to buy things because of what it is. They want to buy things for why they need it, right? So um, you know, so that's been. Uh, you know, so that's been a really good, good book. And I got a feeling that that's, that, that building a story brand is going to be, be pretty similar to that. Would you agree? Yeah. Yeah. Building, building a story brand. Um, and I apologize for my phone ringing in the background there. I thought I had it muted, but, um, right, I'll just edit it out. The building the story brand I thought was cool because we were already doing, and I was already implementing things that they talked about in the book and, it really encouraged me, kind of like you said about the book. Start with, with why. I think that's what you said it was called. Um, how it how it helped solidify some things for you. The, building the story brand did the same thing for me. Realizing that, you know, for me, TA Targets, the company, you know, my main company, is, you know, the goal around that is to bring people into more than just a customer relationship, but there's a story of our company unfolding and the customer plays a, a very, very critical role in that story. And building a story brand lays out the the argument, or I, maybe not the argument, but the viewpoint of, um, and I, I'm not going to give too much away, but you know, every every good story has the main characters and there's always somebody that helps the main character along. And so it lays out the belief and the viewpoint that the customer is the main character. And I, I don't know, the example is there's always someone in distress, and then there's always a hero, and then there's always someone helping the hero, guiding them along, giving them the proper weapons for the job or the right tools or the right guidance, um, nudging them in the right direction. And so that's that's how this, the building the story brand lays out the customer relationship is that they're actually the hero of the story and all we're doing is letting them play the big role and we're essentially pointing them in the right direction and guiding them to the product that's going to solve the dilemma that's happening in their story. And 
it's a unique a unique viewpoint and it definitely is different than what most companies do most companies just throw out i don't know you know you know what i mean most companies are just spamming yep. you to the end of the earth with price and saying this was $300 now it's $100 buy it now and that's how they're they're pulling customers in and building the story brand rather it's it's all about the relationship and the journey rather than just the price and i i've seen it with your page and i know we've had the same belief too and it, it's why more often than not in our instagram posts and in our social media stuff we're not even talking about price no and i rarely ever yeah i rarely mean, ever mention price even if somebody asks i don't really tell them in the i'll send them a link to the website or something yeah because that's not because I don't want price to be – I don't want to turn somebody off you know, from the price potentially. Um, if that's the first thing they hear and, and that they know about the product is the price, then that could just turn them off, and, and, and they're not going to look into what the product is and what it does and what it solves for them. And, yeah, so that's why I try to spend more time than anything talking about here's what it can do for you here's here's why i believe um that i you know here's why i use this this product and here's possibly why you should use this product and right and let you know let them decide you know do i need that product in my life that many dollars worth <laughs> you yeah know? yeah so i let them make that decision um you know I try to feed them the information of why, and I let them decide if that's if that's worth it to them or not. And there's there's some people that 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 they want to fight me on on price and stuff. And I and then I just usually what I do is I just ask them like, do you need this? You know, do you need this product? And you, and usually they'll say no. And I'm like, well, why why are you wasting your time and my time if you don't if you don't need this? Because if you needed it, you know then then it'd be worth it to you so yeah yeah and and going even one step further than that just trying to put out as much info as i have learned over the last couple of years another reason why i don't put a lot of, of prices in posts or comments is because they they could change and i you know i don't want a main post that performed really well saying this cost this amount of dollars and then you know, steel prices in the industry double overnight all of a sudden and something has to change and, you know, then it, then it just creates confusion. But the main driving point for me is just that I don't want to ever come across that we're just spamming customers because I, I really do think that the products that we are offering are filling in a void for them and, and solving a dilemma for the people who want to be the protectors of their family, for the people that want to train hard and train well, and then ultimately invest their money in a really awesome product that's going to have real value. And you know, that that's the main driver behind that. And I, I think that the building the story brand, I think you're really going to find, Greg, that you're going to like that book. Cool. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Um, do you have any more that you've... Yeah, man. I, I got some more on my list here. So, so, what's, so what's next on your list? Last year, 
for Christmas. It was funny. It was one of the first years that I actually asked for books specifically. And it kind of started this snowball where now people know that I like to read books. And so now everyone for birthdays and Christmas, I get a pile of books. So I've got this overwhelming, um, this overwhelming section on our bookshelf of books to read. And I have no idea how I'm going to get through them all. But some of them that, um, one of them that I read that I think is really cool. And so some of you, I don't know how to put this. So it, the book's called Saved from Success and it's written by Dale Partridge and Dale's a Christian guy and he lays out, um, in his book, how he obtained success. And he was, he was a multimillionaire. He had a very large company, a very successful company, but lays out in that book how broken he actually was, even though his business was thriving in a monetary sense. Um, and, and so that book, I think even if you're not, um, even if you're not a Christian and, um, you don't, you don't believe in that, it still has principles in the book that apply to you. So I still would recommend that book to anybody who wishes to have a successful business or even be a really good employee um, and get a promotion or, or work your way up. It really lays out a bunch of different principles for mindset and uh, maintaining focus on the most important things and not letting that turn you into a monster or, you know, someone you don't want to be. Um, that's, that's one that, you know, and I've actually sent that book to a couple people who reached out to me on, on Instagram. Um, I've, I've traded books with people and then they ship them back to me and I send theirs back to them. Um, so that's been cool. But yeah, that, that's another one that's on my list here. I have what was a, that called again? It's called Saved from Success. And man, I've read so many, I don't know, this is going to sound weird, but there's, I've got a stack of like what you'd call self-help books. And I don't, I mean, I feel weird calling them that because they're not really, I don't know, they're not necessarily that, but they're different little books. Like I have one in front of me. I'm just pulling it up here. Um, who's it written by? Oh, John C. Maxwell. He writes a ton of different books on different topics. And the one in my hand right now, it's like 200 pages or 150 pages. And it's about half the size of a regular book. So they digest really well and they read really quickly. So I like those sometimes because they're more focused on a single topic. Um, they kind of It gives you the opportunity to dive deeper into a more focused topic. But, man, I've got a pile of books like that. So anything by um, John C. Maxwell I've, that I've read has been pretty good. I've, I've, been, I've enjoyed them. That's cool. Um, so another one that I – I got a few that I'm going to save for the end that I, that I listened to and didn't like. Um, so I'll get to those. But another one that uh, I actually just finished, I think, last night. Uh, it's called Power of Habit by Charles Dig, Duhigg, something like that. Um, and it was a pretty fascinating book. It, you know, he talks about um, diagnosing your habits, whether it's good or bad. Um, there are there are certain things. You know, the, there's usually a trigger. There's usually um, 
a reward and there's usually like a cause. There's there's like three things that go into into your habit. And if you need to form a habit, here's the things that that you can do to form the habit and make the habit successful. And if you have a bad habit, here's the things that you can do to uh, either change it or get rid of it or something. Um, yeah, there's some really fascinating stuff in there. And but you know, one of the things I liked about it too is that they, they talks about is um, is he uses some examples for uh, first from some very successful and not successful businesses and how they used. Um, people's habits and 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 how people create habits and stuff like that to better advertise to people so it was a really good listen as as far as okay here's some things that i need to change here's some habits that i would like to create here's here's some that i'd like to break down but also um give me a better picture of just kind of psychology of of advertising um yeah, so there's there's some things in that book. There's a lot of things in that book that uh, that I plan on using. I'm probably gonna listen to that again uh, pretty soon. Which I don't really ever listen to books books more than once because I do a pretty good job of retaining what I listen to. But but that's one that I kind of want to go back because he because it does at times get a little technical. But for the most part, he uses stories to, uh, to you know, kind of reinforce what he's talking about. You know, so that. Yeah, that really stuck to me. Uh, yeah, so that's one I would, I definitely recommend. And and that's you know whether you're in business or not, that's just that's a fascinating book. Uh, you know, to listen to. And that was called Power of Habit. Yeah, Power of Habit. Cool. Yeah, I feel like I'm gonna walk away from this podcast with just a new list of stuff that I need to. <laughs> yeah, need to I download I, yeah. and listen to. Cause I'm gonna start the audiobook thing because I I feel like that would help me out getting through some of these quicker. I mean, it's it's well, it's like I think it's like sixteen dollars a month or something, and you get one credit with that that gets you a free book of any price. So I always try to find books that cost that much or more to make it worth it. Um, but I also I, I'm backed up on credits. So I probably got six credits or something sitting there. Uh, so I need to go in. I'm, I'm probably just going to take your list. I'm just going to go in and and just get those so I can use them because they do expire eventually. I think once you go get ten or more or something, uh, they start to expire. But you know, for what a book costs, um, you know, sixteen dollars a month, I think is 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 fair. And, you know, especially because I wouldn't have read. I'll be honest, I wouldn't have read any of these if it wasn't for audiobooks. So, uh, you know, so for me, sixteen dollars a month to learn this stuff has been has been has been worth it for sure. Uh, so a couple that I. That I didn't care for, but it doesn't mean that they're not good books. Um, Principles by Ray Dalio. Um, and maybe this one... Is, so he is the founder, I can't, I, and I'm going to... I can't remember the name now, um, of like a financial institution of some sort. Um, I think they did like some investment stuff. It's been a while since I... I I think I listened to this probably six, eight months ago. Um, so it's a little foggy, but, but some of what it, he talks about principles of business, you know, principles and creating principles for how to deal with things, um, you know, for how to deal with employees, for how to deal with, with your business growing principles on how to, 
get ready for you stepping out of your business and retiring. Like he goes through so many different things and some of the things I just skip past cause I'm like, that doesn't really, doesn't really apply. Um, it's a pretty long book from what I remember. And, uh, and some of the stuff that he would get into, I didn't necessarily agree with. Um, and it kind of turned me off a little bit, but I think it's a really good, good book. And, and maybe it's one that will make more sense for me to go back to once I'm a bit bigger business. Cause, cause you know, his business is like, it was or is the biggest in the world. Like they did more international trading than I think like the government did or, or something. So, you know, you know, a lot of his stuff is, it's geared more for what I think would be a bigger business than, than me, but there's definitely, there's some good stuff in there. It just didn't necessarily, um, it didn't totally apply, uh, you know, to me fully. Um, What's another one? Yeah, and that makes uh, four hour. That makes sense to me. Yeah, four hour work week is a pretty popular one. Uh, so I got that one, and I think, I think I, I I went into that book hoping for for something different than what it was. I was hoping that it would help me um, figure out how to condense or delegate what I do and try to help me better manage my time and stuff. Um, And I think what, what I wanted was to learn those things, to do those things internally and kind of what he talks about in that, in that book is um, if what you want to do is create a business to not have to work, but create a business that's going to create money and cash flow that you can completely delegate all of it to other people and you can sit on a beach somewhere, which for a lot of people, that's their dream. Um, that's, but that's not mine. Like I want to be invested into my business and I, I want to be a part of it and I want to grow it and I want to keep creating things you know like i'm more hands-on whereas whereas his experience was here's an idea and here's the people that i'm going to have do this for me and i'm going to cash out of this right type of thing so um yeah so again yeah i i think i i went i went into that one hoping to learn something different than what what i did again it was a fascinating book to hear um there are a couple principles that i did pull away from it um which is just being willing to delegate and being and that there's there there are our options to delegate tasks to like there there's services that i didn't know about there's services out there where usually it's someone overseas that that just handles stuff for you like you send them emails, hey, can you, you know, take care of this today? You know, schedule this for me, you know, answer these these emails for me and stuff. There's, which I had no, I, I had no idea that that stuff existed. Um, so, yeah, there's, yeah, I definitely learned some things from it. It just wasn't what I, I thought I was going to learn. Yeah, and you're not going to relate necessarily to every single book you pick up, but 
I don't know. I mean, you feel like you got something out of it. Yeah. Yeah. That's one thing I've learned from all these is even if I, there, there is something valuable out of these. Um, even if it's not necessarily something that I, that's something I just need to get better at is just kind of fighting through those books that I, that I don't necessarily love because I'm still going to learn something from it. Yeah. And even if it, even if you're not learning new information, maybe it's going to reinforce, for example, if you disagree with something that they're presenting in the book, it might actually help you create your argument for why you are doing what you're doing, you know, rather than completely changing course. Yeah. Do you have any other, <clears throat> do you have any other books that you want to mention before we maybe talk about some podcasts? Yeah. So I, I have a book or a, not a book. <laughs> feel like i can't talk today between the uh the facetime fiascos <laughs> and and everything else um i have a list here of books that i have prioritized for me to read and i thought i'd just mention them and obviously i haven't read them yet so i can't really give any information on them but one of them is i'll just list them off so unbroken is a book that i'm i'm gonna be one of the next it's going to be one of the next books I'm starting. Um, another one, Save Me From Myself, which that one was kind of surprising to me when I got it because that is written by Brian Welch, which was one of the guitarists for Korn. And I read that one. That was a good book. Good book, yeah. So yeah. I, I've known his story, a little bit of it. It's um, pretty quick read, too. Like You can you can blow through that in probably a couple yeah, days. Yeah, so I'm excited for that one. Um Wild at Heart is another one, and that I believe, believe my sister gave me that for Christmas. Um, one of the ones that I am most excited about reading is Sovereignty, and that's written by Ryan Mickler, which that's kind of why I want to tie this in, because Ryan Mickler is the founder of one of my favorite podcasts um, called The Order of Man, and we can talk about that then, but those are the books that are next in line for me to read, and... I'm still going through that last one. If you can keep it, once that's done, I'm going to hit up these and try to carve out some, um, not try to, but I'm going to make a commitment to carve out more time to get these books done. But what about you? Is there anything that you're about to read or you're looking forward to or do you want to yeah, jump into so it? I do. I got, I got one more here that I've written down that, uh, that I'm going to listen to. Um, Higher Loyalty by James Comey. I'm actually really excited to listen to that one. Um, it's it, it's it's about leadership and and stuff. And uh, I've also got a feeling there's going to be some interesting political stuff in there. Uh, it'll be kind of fascinating. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to that one. I'm either going to listen to that one or building a story brand next. I'm not sure. Yeah. I, I've read some James Comey books. I'm actually looking. I think the one that I have on my desk, I might have one. No, I do not. Not here. But yeah, so there's so many different options out there for books. And I, I, I just think for anybody listening, I've found that when I started at least you know reading or, or whether you're doing the audiobook, I found for me it's helped me out tremendously because it's one of those things where we get to this age where we're older and we're getting older and 
you know, when we were young, we had school and there was information being thrown at us and we were learning new things. And the trap that I see, I saw myself and I see a lot of other people falling into is there's nothing replacing that going forward. We pick our career, we go to work, uh, we, you know, everything's on Google now. So you just, we type in questions and I do this as well and, and to these crazy things and we get an immediate answer. We don't always dive deep and actually digest what we're processing. And for me, books provide a nice um, input of information, of topics that I'm not an expert at. And I feel like for me, it's it's just allowing me to learn as we're going forward and not, you know, keep the wheels spinning in my brain, I guess is what I'm saying. And so I found that valuable over the last three years. And really, I only started reading again when we started our business and the reason I started reading was because there was there were topics and, and areas that I had no idea what was going on or, or what the next best move is so one of the best ways to learn is to go after people that have done it before you and then try to learn as much from them as you can so that's just an encouragement to people that are listening um, just to get into something to try to get some information coming in yeah for sure uh, so you you mentioned uh, the, the book by the guy who does The Order of Man yeah. podcast. You've been listening to that podcast a lot longer than me. I think I've only listened maybe a half dozen or so. Uh, so how can that podcast help people out with their, you know, with business type stuff or whatever, or so, leadership? So full circ- or, or for, full disclosure here, um, it is a podcast geared for men. And that's why it's called Order of Man. Um, but... Ryan really, really digs into what it means to be a man. And then what, what he does is he goes to each week's a different interview. So he goes around to different guys in many different industries, different businesses, different walks of life, and not just business owners, but people who, you know, guys who stand out in some kind of a substantial way who are different than, um, just an average, an average guy, quote unquote. So what you're hearing is every week an hour podcast or so with some of the highest performing guys in our country and around the world. And for me, it's been an encouragement and I have learned so much just from talk, you know, just hearing Ryan talking to these, these different guys. Um, And then Ryan also follows up every week with what he calls Friday field notes. And it's just a shorter podcast where he, has something, some kind of a topic that he picked throughout the week, and on Friday he discusses it for, you know, sometimes it's five minutes, sometimes it's 20 minutes or a half hour. Um, but if, if you're looking to try to get information to become a better man all around, I definitely, definitely recommend that podcast. And then on top of that, because he talks to so, so many different guys, you're going to learn about yourself and business and being a better father and you know you may not agree with him all the time and I certainly don't all the time but I would say a majority of the time it's a podcast that really helps my brain to think and process and try to dig deeper into where my core beliefs are I mean you just started listening to that Greg so why don't you I mean what do you think of that podcast so far I like it a lot um I I, I think it's it's very well-rounded um, as, as far as like, you don't have to be 
the alpha male, you know, slamming beer on your forehead, <laughs> you know, type of man to relate to this. Even though I get to the picture that these that that the guys doing this um, mostly <laughs> maybe kind of fall into that cliche, um, but their whole thing is just is a uh, work on being a well-rounded man you know, you know you know don't be specialized um you know learn to you know you should be the type of man that can change your kid's diaper and hold your daughter's hand and help her ride a bike as well as be able to run a couple miles and lift some weight without dying and um and and also be willing to and skilled at at fighting and stuff you know just you know be able to be a well-rounded uh man so it's been really ones i've listened to have really challenged me and and frankly the last one i listened to i think one of the the last field notes notes i listened to as soon as it was over i wanted to fire up this podcast and just do one of my own just just talking and just kind of expound on on that and, and stuff so it's really fired me up uh just from you know, from the few they've listened to so that's been really good yeah that's um, by far one of my favorites yeah yeah i can see why and from what i understand there's kind of a whole movement and and group and kind of culture based around that as well that you can be uh, that you can be a part of yeah um, i don't know if it's a facebook group but i i know they have a website and stuff so there's you can be more involved in that and that as well so yeah he's uh, got a facebook group and then you can go one step further into what he calls the iron council and that's a a closed group and so that that's the more tight-knit community of guys um it's cool i mean it's really his whole his whole mission and not putting words in his mouth but just what i've what i've seen from his podcast is that society in general doesn't really or isn't creating a great uh, culture for men to be men i mean we're we're in a culture where a lot of the traits that are uh, recognized in men as being valuable and vital to a society get looked down upon and his whole mission then is to kind of redirect course there and empower men to to, to see these traits as valuable and then, you know, to explore all these different topics in and around themselves. And yeah. I, I really enjoy it because of that. And I think that he's doing good work. He's got a very large following that's blown up in the past year or so. Um, and he's been at it for a while. I mean, he's been at it for a long time. So for people who are interested, you have plenty of podcasts to catch up on. Just yeah. start at the beginning and start listening because each one's pretty cool. And then uh, I listen to a lot of podcasts, but I just wrote down the ones that that I feel are more business oriented. Um, uh, Weapon Works, which is one I was actually just a guest on recently, um, but Zach with Weapon Works does a podcast where he talks to other business owners in the industry and asks them just a lot of great questions. I've learned so much, and uh, and. You know, I'd say about half the guys I, that he's had on there, I've, I know, and the other half I don't, and I, then I realize that I need to, um, and it kind of, <clears throat> it kind of echoes off of what, of, of what, 
of the value that we've found in talking to each other, um, it, it's kind of made me want to reach out to some more, uh, you know, some more business owners and try to kind of create some relationships with some other business owners that have been around, you know, a lot longer than us. Uh, yeah, so that podcast has been really good. Um, these other two are more geared towards machining. When I got my CNC machine, I was like, I need to start listening uh, to more stuff about about machining. So one's called Making Chips, and uh, uh, I, I've not listened to a ton of these, but I need to because they do get into more like topical issues and stuff um, along with it. And the other one is Business and Machining, and uh, that's John Saunders and uh, John Grismo. Uh, Grimsmo. Uh, John Grimsmo is a knife maker. Um, John Saunders is like a machinist. And John Saunders kind of has a whole kind of cult following <clears throat> because he's he's one of the few guys who does pretty consistent uh, how-to type videos uh, for machining. I know I've learned a crazy amount about machining. And anytime I have a I'm stuck or I have a question on anything. Usually I just search his YouTube channel and I find it. So, um, yeah, so I guess, you know, those two might not relate to a lot of people listening, but I guess my encouragement from those is find some podcasts that, that relate to your interests that you can learn from. Cause I guarantee you they're out there. Yeah. It's, there's an overwhelming amount of podcasts available. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of cool because I feel like we're in a trend where podcasts are kind of becoming the uh, one of the next big areas or or arenas for information and, and digesting that information and, and learning. Um, and also people get news from it and updates and all kinds of crazy stuff. I mean, there's podcasts for everybody. And I've, I've found that mine in this phase of life obviously center heavily around business and and that journey but another guy or two guys that even if you don't listen to their podcast you can hop on youtube and watch their videos is uh gary v gary vaynerchuk um or grant cardone those are two guys that are very successful business people um they both have podcasts as well um grant cardone's is the the uh, cardone zone um so i I listen to those guys as well. Definitely not as much as order of man, but if I'm really looking for business and and mindset, I look at um, Gary V and he's got some crazy videos out there and he really brings up some, some really raw points all the time um, as well with his podcast. And with Grant Cardone, he's a strategist to the T and there's, there's a lot of different, there's things that I, I don't know that I would implement from him. But then at the same time, he definitely gets my thoughts spinning. So those are two more you can check out. Yeah. I follow both those guys. Uh, I don't listen to their podcasts, and I'm not I'm not super religious about following them. But, um, yeah, you know, a lot of the stuff I see from them is, is good stuff. The only, the only thing that kind of turns me off about those guys, um, and, this, and this could be more of, of my fault and something that, that I need to work on is uh, they like especially Gary, uh, like he's super successful, super wealthy, um, 
I feel like a lot of his stuff is geared towards do this so you can make money. And that turns me off. Like, I don't, you know, if you do this, you can, you know, hey, look at me. I did this and look at all, all that I have. You know, that, I kind of get that vibe from him. Maybe I'm, I'm wrong. That sounds um, more like Grant to me. Yeah, 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 that's what I'm talking about. Oh, that's who you're talking about, Grant Cardone. Okay, I thought you said yeah. Gary. Uh, I might have, but that's who I meant. Yeah, um, oh yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah, absolutely. No, I think, like, like, I the last that. one I saw, he's sitting in as Bentley or something. And his message was good. It was basically, don't purchase something like this until it can be a easy purchase that you can pay cash for, which I think is a good message because there's people out there taking loans, like the massive loans out for stuff that they can't afford. Right. So I get that and I understand it, but it also just kind of turns me off too. Just like, I don't know, because I, I'm, I'm not jealous at all. So it's not a jealousy thing. Um, I don't know. I know. He just kind of turns me off a little bit. Yep. I, man, I get it. And that's why I was saying there's definitely areas that I don't, I wouldn't apply his, his mindset, but the, uh, the drive. Yeah, his and driving enthusiasm that's, is, is definitely... That's what yeah. I look at. And then if you dig into some of his other videos, he dives into other topics. And, and there's definitely stuff that I've gotten out of it. Um, and there is some value to someone who doesn't hide behind a face. Whether or not you like that face, at least you know who it is that you're dealing with. Right. Yeah. Um, and Gary, you just got to... He cusses a lot, so you just got to be able to. That's what I <laughs> to work around with that him. with Gary. <laughs> I can't get through his videos. I'm like, yeah, I, I feel like I'm on a boat with a bunch of sailors. Yep. It's just him. Yeah, I, I've. I wish that he could clean it up a little bit because, to me, his message just gets lost, and I, and I can't. I just can't get past it. That's just. That's a me thing. I know that that's not everybody. Um, so yeah, I. I would love to. That's why I follow both of them. Because I'm like, I just need to. Maybe I just need to give them more of a chance and 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 stuff. But every time I give them a chance, I'm like, ah, it's just it's not doing it for me. But <laughs> teach their own. Yep, and, and you'll see. I mean, if you dig into Gary more on the YouTube end, you'll find more of who he is, and it's pretty cool. I mean, there's some pretty cool things in the background story of him and everything. And um, yeah, so. I don't know. Those are two other ones that I again I definitely do not listen to as much. But if I if I'm looking for something to kind of fill in my day and I'm I'm doing a task that I can be listening with my hands free or whatever, um, I definitely I'll 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 bounce between them as well. Yeah. So we're getting pretty long on time here. Um, I had a question that I just wrote down that I thought we could kind of end with and. I was going to have us answer us answer this, but maybe I'll just throw the question out there and something we can kind of uh, think about on our own. And also, our listeners can think about this. And if, if our listeners have uh, have it, if they'd like to share their answer with uh, with us, I know we that we would love to we'd love to see it. Is um, what is something that you want to learn this year? You know, so we've been talking about these podcasts and these books and kind of what we learned from them. Um, and I felt like half the books that I read. Um, were things I already knew and kind of reinforced and maybe kind of helped narrow down on. But um, this year I want to try to listen to more books and 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 or read more books that are on topics that I don't know anything about that, that you know that I can start uh, start learning 
to better myself and better my business and stuff. So um, I'll just kind of leave it there so we don't keep going over. And uh, yeah, so maybe we can maybe we can either kind of pick up there next week or just we'll just leave it there. Yeah. What do you think? Perfect. That's fine, awesome. man. Awesome. Well, yeah, uh, for everybody listening, you know, we kind of touch base at the end um, every every episode, but please feel feel free, and we we hope to encourage you to hit us up at forgingthejourney at gmail dot com um, or on any of our social media platforms as well. Um, you can reach out to Greg or I on either one of our business pages, and we would love to have a conversation about what you want to hear. Um, and, and hopefully get some feedback from you. And remember, I you know, not to beat a dead horse or anything, but leave a review and a rating when you are listening to this wherever you're finding this podcast because that is going to help us out a lot and help us reach more and more people. I'm going to throw out just a little bit of incentive, and you can decide if you want to if you want to do this too. Because we have yet to have anybody send us an email. Like I've, I've got DMs and stuff through social media, but we've said yet, yet to have anybody send us an email. If you send us an email with either your response to the question I asked or or just anything, I'm going to send you some Neomag stickers and yeah. maybe a couple patches. And maybe Jared will do the same. He'll send yeah, you Yeah, you know what? I'll do the same thing. Some so TA swag. Why don't you just state the question again here at the end. Um, they've made it this far through the podcast. And then, yes, if you guys shoot us an email to forgingthejourney at gmail.com um, with the answer to Greg's question, which he's going to just reiterate here again, you'll get a patch from TA Targets and a sticker as well. I'm also going to throw out, if you leave a review, I don't care if it's, I don't care what, what your review is or how you rate it. If you do that, send us an email with a screen cap of your review, and I'll do the same thing. Cool. We'll do the same thing on um, our end. Awesome. So you're going to get some swag. Uh, so the question is, what do you want to learn this year? And maybe even share with us how you plan on learning that. Yes, uh, do it. Tell us what your action steps are going to be. Because that's going to yeah. give us a way to keep you accountable. <laughs> yeah, and and maybe it's something that hey, man, I need to learn that too. So maybe we can help each other learn that. Look, yeah, learn that stuff, and we can for sure. Yeah, so that'd be great. Cool, awesome. Yeah, so email that to forgingthejourney at gmail dot com, and uh, yeah, and we'll get you, we'll get you some swag. So we'll see if this works. See if anybody's actually listening. Yeah, and I think at the beginning of of next episode, I think toward the front of the episode, we should reiterate that again. Throw that off from the table. Get some free swag. Take five minutes out of your day, and then you get to rock some of our patches and stickers from both of our companies and show some support. Awesome. Cool, man. All right, man. Time to get back to work. Hope you have an awesome rest of the week and an awesome weekend. You too. Catch up again next week. Yep. Take it easy. I mean, but...